Life is but a vapor. One year later. Today is June 24, 2022. It's 2.23 a.m. Uh, I say a year later because last year on June 24, 2021, my father transitioned. And God showed me that scripture, life is but a vapor. And it's amazing how fast that we can go. Like life just disappears. Like one day we're here and the next we could be gone within the blinking of an eye, within the twinkling of an eye. Just like that. And just to recap, over the year, everything that God has allowed me to endure and go through, because truthfully, the only way of endurance was with God, through God. There was no other way possible. Possible. No other way possible that I would be able to endure. And a lot of it surprised me on how strong I was able to be. But God allowed me to have that strength. He gave me the strength to be able to go forth. I thought I would be so broken and not able to go through. But weeping does endure for a night. But joy does come in the morning. There's even a scripture that says in Psalms 126 and 5, it says, Those who go out weeping, carrying seeds to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying seeds with them. But if you look at the verse before that, it says, Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. And I know I sowed in tears. I, I gave everything to God two weeks before my father passed. Two weeks before God called him home. See, my dad battled with cancer for years. Stomach cancer, colon cancer. One cancer he even beat. But that was the colon cancer that he beat. And that was constant prayers. And that prayer was always, nevertheless, your will be done. And with that, he healed him. And right after that, going through chemo and healing, he developed a stomach cancer. And it was right back to chemo. And again, those same, pray same prayers were, nevertheless, God, your will be done. So as the time passed on, we talked. He made plans, basically saying, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my life. I'm gonna go here and you know, and just, you know, live the rest of my life, do this and do that. And then suddenly it changed. You know, he told me, he said, hey, I'm tired of chemo. I've been doing this for five years and I'm not getting any better. And I'll never forget that conversation because it had me in thought like, you know, it's, it's happening, I don't know when, but it's coming soon. No, nobody knows the day or the time or the hour but Jesus. When the world gonna end or when we gonna leave. But my father had a knowing, you know, he just said he was ready, basically. Like I'm gonna do hospice. Cause I'm not getting better. So I'm not gonna keep going to the hospital and keep doing this chemotherapy when it's not, you know, healing me. No, that was the decision that he made. But my prayer never changed. Nevertheless, your will be done. So from maybe March, February, maybe March, up until June, 
know, hospice, hospice care, hospice care. I watched my dad go from good to worse. I was slowly watching him deteriorate, and it was a hard sight to see. But as the time drew, drew close, around June, more things began to happen. And God took me straight into a fast. Like June 6th, he took me straight into a fast. Like a little over two weeks, he took me straight into a fast to um, pray and just you know, build up my strength. I didn't know what was gonna happen in the fast at the beginning, but I was able to stand in the gap for my father. I was able to be an intercessor for my father. I was able to repent for his sins. I was able to plead on his behalf because an intercessor is a lawyer. It is somebody who's pleading the case going before the judge, which is God. Going before the throne of grace, going before the mercy seat and pleading the case for his soul so he can transition and go to the other side to be with the Lord. So God had me on this fast for a little over two weeks, day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour, just constant prayer, constant intercession, constant pleading, nonstop. And I would get dreams of my father not accepting Christ, saying no. But that didn't stop my prayer because I knew that didn't come from God. I knew that came from the enemy. So I kept praying regardless of the situation, regardless of the circumstances of what I saw, what I was being shown, I kept praying. It is not so. I don't receive this. This is not from God. This is of the devil. And I kept praying for my father. I kept praying. I kept praying without ceasing, nonstop. That's the thing about being in covenant with God, having a relationship, having a close one with God. And that helped me so much in that time, just the building up to the day. And I did it day by day, every day. Because I wasn't letting up. I wasn't going to let the enemy steal my joy. I wasn't going to let the enemy try to convince me and show me otherwise what God was going to do. Because he was showing me what he wanted to do. That's what the enemy was trying to get me to believe. But we don't believe what the enemy say. We rebuke Satan at all costs every time. So that, that propelled me, that inspired me to basically keep going and keep praying for my father, keep praying for my family because I carried a heavy load. I could feel everybody's burdens. Every single person, and my family's not believers, but I'm one who is. And I'm always praying for their souls and their salvation as well. So they couldn't understand what was going on with me. I would come home and just shut the door and go in and pray. We hours of the morning, 12 o'clock, midnight, I'm praying. Throughout the day, I'm praying. I'm on my face, I'm praising, I'm worshiping. Nevertheless, your will be done. No matter what the cost is, I just want my father to be with Christ for eternity. That was the only thing on my mind. But I didn't know that it would be a healing in the process of it. God kept showing me Hebrews 5 and 8. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. 
So I was learning even more of obedience by what I was suffering, what I was enduring, what I was going through, what I was carrying, not knowing that I could carry such a thing so heavily. And when it got to the last days when the breathing machine came out, it was real close. June 22nd, I couldn't really sleep. I got a little bit of sleep. June 23rd, no sleep until that transition around midnight. It was the 24th and I couldn't sleep. I just couldn't. It was so intense and so strong. And I just kept praying. And in the midst of all that, when I knew, when I got up, they said, oh, he gone. And I had already knew he was gone at that moment. They didn't even have to tell me. But I thank God that he turned my mourning into dancing, that he gave me beauty for my ashes, that he healed my father, because the prayer was, nevertheless, your will be done. So if you see it, the first time he had cancer, God took it away, he healed him. The second time he had cancer, God took it away and he healed him. He's in heaven to be with the Lord, in the presence of the Lord. So he's healed, he's cancer free. There's no sickness, there's no disease, there's no infirmities in heaven. None whatsoever. You get to behold the Lamb. And what a wonderful place to be in the presence of the Almighty God. I say that just to reflect and look back over the time that I shared with my father as I'm thinking over this one year, you know, the the moments sitting in there in that room uh, looking at my father in that bed with his eyes open and the machine is breathing for him the breath is taken out of him so the machine is helping him breathe his eyes are open he can't talk and in that moment I'm looking and I'm wondering what is he thinking as he's looking at me I wonder what, what he wants to say to me that he can't verbalize his pastor came over my mother was ill my brother was in We were all in the room, four of us. And I remember before he prayed, I said, Pastor, I said, can I pray? He said, sure, because I wanted to pray. I, it was on me. So we joined hands and we just prayed. Just prayed. And I let God lead me. And as my brother was holding my hand, by the time I said, said amen, whatever, the spirit did to him whatever it transferred because my brother's not a believer he just said whoa he didn't have nothing else to say and, and with that it just it helped me a lot it built my faith up it built my confidence you would think that nothing really happened and that's not true because something did happen my father passed away my father died you know and he wasn't coming back and I'm looking at how fast a year has come that he's not here, I, I won't see him. I, I can't call him and say, hey, what's up? I can't go by and visit and say, hey, what's up? I'm just glad and grateful that my father's in a better place above all else. That was the only thing I ever wanted for him, that he just be with the Savior, that he be with the Father. That was it. That, that was it. That was the only thing I ever wanted. I didn't care about nothing else at that point. I was like, God, I got to get him up there with you, whatever I have to do. I got to 
I, I gotta pray him up there with you. God, thank you for having the change of heart. God, thank you for being a loving, caring God. Thank you for being a graceful God and a merciful God. Thank you for the prayers of the righteous that are very much, God. Thank you for answering my prayers, God. God, I thank you for everybody that you sent in my life divinely to stand with me, to strengthen me in that time where it was needed. I even thank you for that hidden place, God. I had to hide myself, God. I thank you. It was a lot of isolation. I had to really go hide myself and get by myself. It was separation for another purpose. And at that time, I only needed God. He allowed me only to be accessible for him only. That was the only way that we're able to get things. See, sometimes when life happens, things happen in life, God will pull people away from you. He will remove people maybe for a season or maybe for good or maybe for that time that's allotted for him to do something. And without that situation, and that divine timing, it could have went another way. And I'm glad that it didn't go another way because the blood will be required in my hands. So I stood in the gap. And I'm thankful for a just God, a fair God, a righteous God, a loving God, a caring God that would even listen to my prayers. A little old wretch like me would even listen to my prayers and consider them that would answer them and do what he said he would do. But that's the kind of God that we serve. So consider your life it is but a vapor. Quick as we is, quick as we can go. We're not promised tomorrow. We shouldn't even think about tomorrow. We should be thinking about neither today. But consider your life. Uh, look over your life. Reflect day to day. Don't be bogged down in your mind. Don't let the enemy get to you because you will find yourself wrestling thoughts and just wrestling in your mind day by day by day. And you're just wrestling, waking up wrestling fighting, wrestling, fighting, wrestling. See, because the devil wants to take our time. He wants to consume our time and our mind and distract us and stop us from getting what we need. Stop us from getting our healing, from getting our freedom, from getting our deliverance. He's big on time. He wants to take our time. And before you look up, you're dealing with the same situation for 20 plus or 30 years, still in a mindset or still in a cycle. But that cycle, I declare broken in the name of Jesus. Whatever you're wrestling with, whatever you're dealing with, that cycle is broken. Your destiny shall come to pass. Your destiny shall go forth. Whatever the enemy has stolen, I declare and decree that it is being taken back by force. Whatever he has stolen, it is being taken back by force. Whatever he is trying to do, he has no power. He has no authority. You have the power and authority through Christ Jesus to take back what's rightfully yours. So consider your life. Consider life being a vapor and think about that focus on God, guard your gaze, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, the defender that's behind you, holy is his name, thank you, 
I was just giving y'all an update and sharing what happened, what has happened a year later. I love y'all. God bless. Peace.